When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean and Joe, another episode, ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. So, we're rolling straight into this from a Patreon because um, uh, I just revealed to Joe that this is the sixth, (laughs) this is actually the sixth movie, not the fourth, uh, and it's 1992, Amityville 1992, it's about time, and he is flabbergasted and uh i didn't really think about this until recently but yeah like wasn't the second in like late 80s yeah second second was 82 oh okay and the third was 83 83 i mean it's still 90 so it's 10 years i i I am flabbergasted and i I was fucking fired up when you uh said that on the patreon but now i'm thinking like i had no reason to believe (laughs) this was part four other than i made that up in my head but uh yeah i was under the impression this was the fourth one yeah well guess what it's definitely the one we needed to do it it's well although i've heard is curse the dollhouse no 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 no. that's that's amityville dollhouse oh (laughs) i'm excited for that one too they are so lazy with their fucking titles I'm so excited to talk about this title and we can't talk about why it's called this (laughs) until we actually get to that part in the movie. The the title rules. Honestly, this movie might be okay. (laughs) I like this movie. I don't mind this movie at all. It's pretty fun. I kind of fucking like it. I, I kind of dude, it's mind. way better than I was anticipating. Dude, yeah, I'm, I, glad, I'm glad you said that. The movie like ended, and I was like, "That was such an easy watch. Like, I could watch that again." Yeah, dude, like, exactly. <laughs> dude, it's it's the most like stereotypical early '90s horror, yeah. right? But I was it fine it's, with it's, it, dude. I was absolutely fun. fucking fine with it. I actually kind of had fun. Um, but also, welcome to Dead Dog November on the horror show because another fucking movie with Jesus. a brutal dog fucking murder. Like what? What was going? What are we doing? What, what the fuck are we doing? Um, uh, I don't hate it. Uh, I really fucking love it. Uh, there's, uh, Tony Randall directed this. This guy, um, did Hell Hellraiser two. We should start thinking about doing a horror show, uh, like Hall of Fame because Tony Randall. <laughs> Tony Randall would be in it. All right. Tony <laughs> Randall's up there, dude. He did Ticks. Yeah, he did do ticks, yeah. And he did uh Shark and Saw Woman Prison Man. Shark and Saw, Shark and Saw, like not Shark and Saw, like Arkansas, the state, but with shark attached to it. 
I'm uh, fine with him being the uh, inaugural inductee to the horror dude, I can't. He did Tony that movie Children Ryan. of the Fucking Night for Fangoria in like 91. Hellraiser yeah. 2. Uh, he wrote a lot of shit too. Uh, Godzilla 1985, which uh, my understanding is not a lot of people love that one, uh, <laughs> is what I've heard. Listen, he did. Uh, he's the producer of A Dog Gone Christmas. Okay. Right. And time. A Dog Gone Hollywood. <laughs> in case you were clamoring for that um i don't know man that's like a that's a good alum right there that's a good alum doing ticks we did a live show on that and that was another one that was uh weird as fuck it was but <laughs> i, I kind of liked it i did that's kind that's that's uh, tony's mo dude and i a, kind of like them fucking and there's a dead dog in that too what is this guy's fucking deal this guy's a fucking asshole you know what uh, i've changed my mind do you remember that because everyone was like everyone got fucking mad because we picked like we knew there was gonna be a fucking dead dog scene well i had pre-watched it so i guess everyone was upset that i didn't warn anyone <laughs> so here's your warning everybody um Hey, uh, just for those wondering, Amityville 4 is called The Evil Escapes. It came out in 1989, straight to TV, which is an interesting choice. And then in 1990, the fifth one was called The Amityville Curse, which, good God, on the cover is just a man hanging from a tree <laughs> in front of the Amityville house. I've heard that one is, like, not terrible. And I don't know who that's. I, that's yeah. actually probably not true. But this, I think <laughs> one person messaged me and was like, I love this one. And I was like, okay. okay. And then from there on out, I just said it's not that bad of a movie. Dude, I'm kind of invested. I, like, I, I'm kind of okay with revisiting all the Amityvilles. I, I'm so curious, especially after this one, dude. This is number six. And like... I had f- I had some fun, man. I had some fun. And then I was like, when have I not had fun? In an Amityville one now, like, uh, did we like three? I can't even. Oh, wait, wait, wait what is three again? Three is the three D one. Uh, oh, dude. I, I, I liked. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I didn't love. I didn't watch. love. I didn't love three with. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like the idea of it. And this one like rewrites basically every fucking other movie ever in the franchise, which is fucking hilarious. That it's no longer the house. It's no longer the fucking house. Tony Randall right. was like, yeah, nah, fuck. We're changing in the story. But, but it's still canon. It's still canon with the first three because at the end of Amity 3D, the house blows up. Yes. And in this one, the guy brings something back from the house because he, he went on a business trip to Amityville yeah. and he saw a demolished house, which, what are you doing? What are you, <laughs> you're on a business trip. You're like, <laughs> digging no, through rubble because he's a, he's an architect they were using that land as a development i know but like oh, I, yeah. I don't know like are you gonna be with your business partners big oh let me just dig through this shit for a second a fucking clock for a clock <laughs> from like really a crime scene right it's not like you thought the rubble There's was there by a action. crime scene that dude, that, sh- that needs to be blocked off forever <laughs> but like i'm saying if you see rubble of a house, like a burned down house. You're not going to like go digging through it and be like, I'm taking this home. No, that, like, dude, that's what I'm saying. There's juju like, especially in this. If you're on a business meeting, they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not working with this guy. He's fucking psychotic. <laughs> um, I, this title, th- this title is something else. It's about time. It's like the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I'd ever heard. There's so many medicine. It's th- the least subtle title ever. dude. But there's also so many things that you could use. 
that's like way more menacing with time. Like, I don't know, payback time or time's up. Like there's menacing shit you could say about time. And instead they choose like a ghost that's just super fucking annoyed. Like it's about, <laughs> it's about fucking time. <laughs> and we have a character say that line at the end of the it's movie. It's my favorite thing ever. But then I was like, cause like, uh, you know, once the time stuff starts coming into play, I was like, wait, is the title like not, it's about time. Is it, it's about time. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we're having this combo. Like it's a movie about time. <laughs> it, 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 it encaptures all of it. Because, yes, it's about time. Uh, it, I don't even know, the, I, don't, I don't know like the, the correct, the correct terms. Uh, like the correct grammar terms for this, but yes, it's about time. Meaning, like, finally, and also, it's telling you that this movie is about time, it's about the actual like, time. That's the funniest thing to think about. It's a, <laughs> it's about time. Amityville, Amityville, nineteen ninety two. It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> like, that's the funniest fucking thing. Like, I started laughing. Like, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, "Is that?" That would be amazing if that was like somebody's idea. Like they were like, "That's so good." Like, <laughs> um, you got Stephen Macht, Macht, uh, yeah, uh, dad from uh, uh, Monster Squad. Yep, Monster Squad, and uh, he was in Graveyard Shift too. Uh, you got Sean Weatherly as Andrea, the uh, girlfriend, the uh, ex girlfriend. Uh, she was a Miss Universe winner. Uh, She's a uh, Jill from Baywatch. Yes, yes. And uh, Megan Ward, uh, who plays Jill, the daughter in this movie. Um, uh, I, Lisa, I think. Lisa's her name. Oh, Lisa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, she was in like some of my favorite movies, and I always had a crush on her, and I didn't realize. Encino Man? Dude, I, I, I was not an Encino Man guy. Uh, Joe's Apartment, PCU. Okay. Yes. And, and by the way, yeah. Freaked is probably something we should do for a live show. Freaked has been uh, requested heavily. It has it. I think we should probably do that soon. Um, okay. I I'm totally forgot. I love Freaked. Dude, the dog boy is so stupid. Like, Keanu. <laughs> fucking insane. Um, so that's cool. And then Jonathan Painter, who plays the boyfriend of Andrea in this, um, he's he was like on Survivor four times. <laughs> he He does not have this role listed on his Wikipedia page, which I find very interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. And he also wrote. I bet you, I bet you he has. I bet you he has down Periscope listed though. He does. <laughs> um, I got a down Periscope poster hanging in my down, room as down, a kid. Down Periscope is like fucking like not bad. Um, <laughs> uh, this guy also ended up writing that movie, the fucking poo poo pee pee man, the bye bye man. He did, yes. Which is fucking insane. That's so fucking bizarre. The poop poop. That movie was fucking terrible. Remember there was like two movies that came out and they were like the same year. It was like the Bye Bye Man and then that fucking The Snowman one. And it was just movies mm, where nothing yeah. fucking happened. And people were like, why did you make these fucking movies? <laughs> so fucking weird. Uh, actually, I remember um, somebody wrote. It was when the Bye Bye Man came out and people were making the Pee Pee Poopoo Man posters. <laughs> and somebody was like, this is the problem with like 
the horror genre. Like it doesn't matter if it's going to knock it out the park. Like we just have to respect people for doing it and having a vision, blah, blah. And then they saw it like the next day and they're like, this is the worst movie I've ever fucking seen. I just always remember those two stances and how like quickly he turned. It it, it was, it's such a fucking joke. It's like, it's, it's like just contrarianism. And I know exactly who we're fucking talking about. A fucking idiot. Fucking Freddy, whatever the fuck. Um, dipshit (laughs) (laughs) fucking because he's like dude it's like it's just like looking at it's just like seeing contrarianism like in its finest because like it was so bad that you couldn't even like stick to it so you were like oh no actually it's really fucking bad fuck that guy (laughs) like what (laughs) just lectured the fucking internet about fucking respecting everything you fucking (laughs) moron but hey, uh, Damon Martin is Rusty Sterling in this, and he is Chip from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, is he really? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Uh, fuck. He also has a shirt on here that, like, I was really hoping was a real band, but um, isn't. I don't think. Oh, was it the uh, Skull Crushers? Yeah. Because he, he mentioned them like twice, but no, I, I don't think they're. Dude, when he, I, I have it written down, but when he's like, this reminds me of a Skull Crusher song. And then he says lyrics that do, don't mean anything or relate to what they're talking about at all. <laughs> I mean, like, Ru- Rusty's a fucking idiot. <laughs> the fact that this, oh my God. Okay. You want to get into this movie? Because like. Uh, I just want to say Dick Miller is in this too. And yeah. Dick Miller is the greatest character actor ever. Like you, you've seen him in um, Chopping Ball and the Burbs and Gremlins, Terminator. I mean, he's just the best. And even in this, he has, he's on screen for like 30 seconds and he probably has the most memorable lines in this movie. I mean, the lady asks him like a legitimate question. He is so fucking annoyed and appalled that she's asking that. He just reminded me of my dad. Dude, that's really. what I was going to say. He <laughs> is your fucking him. dad. Most of the time he is your fucking dad. Like most of the time his bit is just to be like, what are you fucking stupid? Like, why are you asking me that fucking stupid Dude, shit? And the way he looks at him is just like. Oh, like you're fucking like it disgusts him that he has to answer. the house. Dude, I can uh, thank you. I know we'll talk about it when we get there, but the house catches on fire and they put it out immediately. Like, yeah, it's that done. sucks, it's right? Done. It sucks, but it's done. Like nobody died. Minimal damage, right? right? And Lee is like, wow, we're lucky. And he's just like, oh, yeah, real lucky. The fucking house was just on fire. And that's like exactly what my dad would say. <laughs> It's so lucky's winning. Lucky's winning the lot on not having your house <laughs> catch on fire. All right, guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. It's so fucking true. <laughs> Oh, lucky. Like, that's what I thought, dude. And by the way, I thought it was just like shrubs on fire. And he, it was shrubs because he was like, because <laughs> he was like, I'm sure Jacob doesn't know anything about this because he hates the fucking height of the shrubs. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not even like the house was burning down. And the whole neighborhood was out. They contained it within seconds. <laughs> Dude, from the time the girl gets out of her car to go look at that. It was out. Yeah. To get there, it was, it was the a best case, <laughs> a best case scenario for any fire, right? <laughs> <laughs> Real fucking lucky. <laughs> That's the fucking funniest shit. Um, also, real quick, I guess we should do a little bit of house cleaning here. Um, uh, uh, live. Uh, nope. We're at Monster Mania Con this Friday and Saturday in Oaks, PA. Come out, say hello. 
Uh, we'll be there farting around, getting drunk, and hanging out with you guys. Um, so come come chill with us. Um, and that's that. Uh, and we got the store up, uh, IHateHorror.com. You just click store. You can order your new merch there. And thank you all for everyone that ordered stuff. Uh, because I don't have to pack it, I was not paying attention to how many orders we got. And uh, it was fucking insane. And I am so fucking glad I'm not packing that shit. Like, I dude, I, I saw the numbers. I was like, I'm going to fucking cry. Like, I, I, I would be fucking dead. Like, I would not be alive. I'm barely alive as we speak. But um, that would definitely fucking put me over the edge. Um, so thank you all for doing that. And if you want some, um, and we're going to start like rotating designs in and out. So, uh, I would say, cause these are all like, we re-released all of our old designs for the most part, pretty much all of our old designs. Um, so if you want them, go get them because eventually I will take them down. Probably, probably the start of the new year. I'll keep the new, the newer designs up like the, you piece of shit one. Um, and then we'll just start rotating some new ones in and out, but I would say if you want those old ones, I'll probably take them down eventually. So um, you might want to hop on it. Um, what else? Do we have anything else to promote? No. No more contests. Thank you all for those people. Uh, that's that, I guess. All right. So Amityville, 1992. Uh, released uh, in July, 1992, straight to video. Um, it's for somehow gotten multiple DVD releases over the years, including our fellas over at Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. yeah. They released one. Um, they released a cool Amityville box set and I wish I've gotten it now. Dude, I don't know why I fucking like this series now. It's fucking insane. I'm in. I'm in. It's fucking insane. And by the way, can we, it's not an Amityville movie unless there's some incest or weird yep, sex stuff. And guess what? They crammed it in. I didn't think they would. And they fucking did it. And I don't know how they did it. And I, I was like, Dude, get the fuck out of here. This time I was actually fine with it. I'm like, you know what? It worked. Fine. Cause it's, it's fucking... happened in the other two. So it would, it would be weird. Not so, that. So fucking <laughs> consistent with incest. <laughs> they did their homework. <laughs> well, we got to include that. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I love it. Uh, so we open up this movie not in Amityville, and that's very clear because there's palm trees. Uh, we are in California. And we see this old lady walking by the house, um, and we see uh, you know Stephen Mack playing Jacob, who also is for sure like the Eric Roberts like fill-in, right? Like <laughs> write the role for Eric Roberts. Get get this guy. <laughs> He does look like Eric, and I. But I do find it hard to believe Eric Roberts would turn busy. <laughs> I would turn it down. Not not bu- Eric Roberts is busy, and he's probably the busiest actor ever. Like that's true. He has never turned to roll down. Right. His, There's only so. Have many. you ever seen his his filmography? Like Four hundred movies. Nuts. <laughs> um, he returns home. Jacob returns home, uh, as Joe already mentioned, with uh, to his. Uh, who you think is his wife, but it's actually his uh, ex-girlfriend who's watching the, the kids who are basically adults and do not need a fucking <laughs> Those are not kids. They're <laughs> fucking free-thinking adults. They're all like romantic relationships. relationships. <laughs> very, very much independent. Very independent. Uh, you, got the, you got Jacob the dad, Lisa. No, Lisa the daughter? No. 
What's her name? Yeah, Lisa's the daughter. Lisa the daughter. I got their names all fucked up. Andrea's Ru- the ex-girlfriend. Rusty the son. Andrea the ex-girlfriend who is there to watch the adult children. And dude, gives the dad, when the dad comes in, uh, she's like holding like a fucking ruler. And the, the dad is like, uh, what's that? She's like, protection. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but then she proceeds to talk about the kids as if they're like little. Like, he's like, how were they? And she's like, Rusty could really use some, like, one-on-one time with you. Wait, what? What? Rusty's 19 years old. Like, but- 19. And also, by the way, R- Rusty is fucking fine. Rusty's- they bring that, dude, they bring that up often. It's like, Rusty is sheltered and, like, he's troubled. And, and, like, yeah, there's things that happen where they point things to Rusty. But in terms of, like, the family dynamic, Rusty could not be happier to see his dad. <laughs> All he does is want to talk to him. His dad's the one who's like, fuck off, Rusty. I'm busy. Dude, like constantly. Rusty is like also like the 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 only person thinking in the, in the house <laughs> and talking calmly the entire time. Like there's never really a moment where Rusty loses. Well, well, well he's fucking too calm, Sean, because I know, he I figures know. out some like diabolical stuff and he's trying to explain it. And the way that he's like trying to convince Andrea, and of course, nobody believes you. He's just like, well, yeah, that's because it's evil and it's a box. Like, okay, fuck you, Rusty. Dude, <laughs> I had that. I have that written down so many times because Rusty literally sees shit that would change your fucking life. And Rusty's <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. And like walks away. I've been saying that. Like, Rusty, get a little fucking concerned and might people might believe you. Dude, when it's like at the very edge where finally Andrea's about to learn that like this is like a spirit or whatever. Like she goes to Rusty and Rusty's like, I told you it's evil. And like Rusty, why <laughs> Dude, even now bed. you're not convincing <laughs> He's fucking lounging with his feet up while he's saying that. <laughs> Playing guitar. I told you it's evil. What what? <laughs> of course. No one fucking believes you. He's still in the house, yeah. <laughs> There's a fucking demonic entity. I told you it's evil. She's like, yeah, no, I heard that. And still, no, what the fuck are you saying? Um, and then, dude, he's always like, yeah, the neighbor thinks it's evil too. Rusty, what? What? <laughs> Bring her over, do something. Um, I mean, that's like when we talk about like the ADA on the ADA episodes, when people see hauntings or something, or, or they think they see UFOs, all of the witnesses that get called in are like, these people believe that they saw something, whether it was yes. paranormal or not. Like, they believe they saw something, and I'm convinced of that. That's the opposite for Rusty. Right. Like, Rusty has seen some shit, and there's not a soul on earth that would believe Rusty. <laughs> um. And the dad, Jacob, walks in. He's got a box. And Rusty, again, like you said, is, like, happy to see him, dude. Like, so happy for him to be home. Uh, he says, hi, dad, which is more than, like, you can ask for for most teenage boys. Absolutely. At that age. Absolutely. And, and the dad's like, there's my cheerful son. Like, hey, guy. Fucking be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> there's my dude said hi. Like, and dude, there's not a moment where he's really ever, like, nasty. Like, the high is very cheerful. Like, the high is, like. It's a kid. I, I don't know. Uh, Jacob, Jacob, though, the dad, has brought home a clock. Yes. Uh, it's a clock uh, <laughs> that he stole from a demolished house. Um, it's not the nicest clock. I, I would not have brought it home. It's just a clock. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get 
we get we learn a little bit about the dynamics of Andrea and um, Jacob here, and it doesn't seem like it was a very good relationship whatsoever. Like not. I mean, even- it seems like the kids hated her because. Okay, they're broken up, and she's dating somebody, Lenny, who will come into play yeah. later. Um, I mean, it's all very bizarre, but they're broken up, and she's like, these kids, like, they hate me. And he's like, your wife's dead, and I just can't compete with a dead woman. It was crazy. <laughs> Is there any, like, point where any of them seemed like they hated her? I actually would argue that they seemed like they, they actually cared for her and loved her. The, yeah, I agree. The daughter, the daughter when the daughter finds... The, Andrea's like, hey, uh, I'm bringing, like, or she's on the phone, and she's like, all right, I'll see you this weekend, hangs up. And the daughter's like, oh, is that your new boyfriend? Like, <laughs> happy. Like, she's invested. There's, there's like, one scene that they wrote in where, where um, Rusty's like, are you going to be back tonight? And she's like, yeah, I think so. And he's just like, huh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They wrote in like three scenes where Rusty like says something snarky, and you're like, that's like the most uncharacteristic Rusty thing we've seen so far. <laughs> and it's always just like under his breath. It's not even that bad. It's like, ex- like you said, it's like exactly how you'd ex- the best you could have hoped for from a teenager, a teenage boy. <laughs> like, you're like, that would be great if that's all they did was just like walk away and be like, huh, all right, fucking <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but somehow. This fucking eyesore Jacob gets this fucking girl to just Did, fuck him. She's going home to her boyfriend, and he's just talking so close to her face, being like, "It's raining outside. Like you might as well stay the night." And that sells her. That she's sold. I know it's California; and they're not used to rain, but yeah, I don't know. Get, she's in. She's she, in. She's in. He gets her to fuck her again, even though she was like, like you, like we just said, like. The entire lead up to them having sex is her being like, this life that I had with you was a fucking nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) And I hated every second of it. And then that somehow leads to uh, that. The sweatiest sex scene I've ever seen in film. Period. (laughs) Period. It honestly made me uncomfortable. Like for the actors, they're just dripping and drenched in sweat. It's disgusting. And then they talk for entirely too long about dating and also the clock for some reason. He's just like, oh, that clock. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We got it. Um, And, you know, this is 1992. We had plenty of movie magic at the time. We were able to put sound, overlay sound uh, to, you know, over a film to, you know, if somebody was attempting to play music you could actually make them play music by laying a track over an audio track over it of real music you could you, you could just have to have rusty pl- <laughs> or you could- <laughs> plucking one string for the entire movie just have rusty making the most insane fucking noise on a guitar <laughs> you just wanted to fucking poke your eyes out <laughs> and and his amplifier is never playing. It's always just connected to his headphones. So all you hear is like the fucking strings, like they have fucking empty strings, not the fucking guitar, which is probably for the best, but fucking insane. Dude. Um, but Rusty gets distracted. He goes downstairs to get a little soda pop. Uh, I thought this was his dog. Uh, it's not. It's actually the neighbor's dog. It's the neighbors. Yeah. Um, starts acting weird, which. Which it's in the house. It's in the house. 
and 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 Rusty's again like that in of a, of itself would be alarming for oh, anybody oh, yeah. in any character. Like if I walked downstairs, my neighbor's dog was in my house. I, I would be very concerned. Yes. But he's just like, what are you doing in here? Old sport. Oh, and fuck he just it out. He doesn't even walk it back to the neighbor's house. Just fucking lets it out. His kitchen door is wide open. Peaches is just standing in the fucking doorway. Like you would at least close the fucking door, but he's like, Oh, hang on. Let me go through the refrigerator. Peaches. I got to, get myself a beverage before I deal with you. Uh, Peaches then closes the door on him, which is, I don't know why I thought that was so fucking funny. Uh, and then goes, sits in front of the, the clock. Well, uh, also, oh yeah. Oh, you're, you're saying it now. So. Yeah. Goes and stands in front of the clock and starts barking. The barking yes. incident leads Rusty to go investigate what the hell is going on. He goes to the living room, flicks the light switch on and it turns into a medieval uh, torture chamber. Yes, now, not the same room. And also the dog's eyes were glowing red, so it was getting possessed at yes. that time. Now, also, I didn't even pick up on that. But like that doesn't even make sense. Anyway, whatever. We'll get of to course. it. Of <laughs> course. Well, it does at the next part. Right? Um, the, next scene. the fucking light switch thing was crazy because he flips it on, sees that, and flips it off. And you're like, oh, okay, now he'll flip it on and it'll be nothing. He keeps flicking it on and off, and it just keeps showing him the fucking medieval room. <laughs> like, it never stops. <laughs> hey, but, but when it's dark, you can see that it's the normal room. And yes. In classic rusty fashion, which anyone else would like run upstairs, he just goes, you gotta be fucking kidding that's me. It. That's it. That's his reaction. <laughs> and then walks up, walks, up, walks up the stairs to go to bed like nothing fucking happened. Like he gets scared because yeah, he sees his, his dad, dad on the yells stairs. at him for like being being out of his room too late. And <laughs> he doesn't even tell his dad. He doesn't tell his dad. He's like the dad is going. The dad is going. What are you doing down there? And Rusty's like, I don't know, man. I was just down there. And he's like, What the fuck were you doing down there? And Rusty's like, Oh, <laughs> you're not going to mention that. Like, I mean, I know that's insane, but like, what the fuck? Um. Anyway, neighbors is the peaches dog, and we find that out because the dad goes for the run on a run the next day. Um, and but is this peaches or not? Well, it, it's like it's like a doppelganger, right? Because all right, well, let's talk about the scene. First off, they wake up, and Andrea has the most comically large cup of coffee I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it, it would fit. Like the entire pot of coffee, if you poured it into there, I don't even know where they found a prop like that. Did you pick up on it? No, because because the camera like it like pans out, but it starts on that cup. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> <laughs> Clown cup. But anyways, that's irrelevant. Uh, the dad's going for a run, and the neighbor and the dog are just standing there. And I actually think it's a pretty cool Great shot. scene. I fucking love it. I fucking loved it. Saying they're not moving, and the dog uh, runs after Jacob, and Jacob starts trying to escape by climbing a fence, and the dog is just mauling its leg, absolutely mauling it. It was a crazy scene because Jacob, there's a fence there. You see Jacob jump as soon as the dog starts running at him. You're like, oh, it's going to be one of those close call moments or whatever. Dog Dog grabs his leg. You're like, okay, he'll get away with it. He'll get away just with this bite, but that's cool that they let him bite it. This dog almost rips the fucking leg off. It's actually oh, it rips it off. There's, 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 there's a part nuts. where you can like see the other half of the leg wobbling because it's like biting through the bone. Dude, it's so crazy. And then Jacob 
stabs it with a broken bottle and you're like he like when he winds up you're like okay this is crazy they're gonna kill this dog but like at least it's over no the dog fucking fights through it and just fucking murder a shank through the face and just keeps tearing him apart <laughs> which is it's wild which is even better when it cuts to the hospital next and Andrea's waiting and the doctor comes out and she's like, is he okay? And he goes, just some discomfort. This motherfucker's <laughs> leg was almost ripped off. Discomfort? <laughs> just some mild discomfort. Well, listen, you know what? That doctor's a fucking idiot because as we'll see later, uh, he's he's released like immediately. Like, even Andrea, Andrea honestly has the most sense throughout this whole movie because even in this part, she's like, shouldn't you keep him overnight? And he's like, no, he's fine. Like, we'll release him. They just wrapped gauze around him, and it's bleeding through the gauze the entire time. And Andrea has to clean it by like pouring alcohol into it. They didn't even stitch this guy up. This guy has like three inch thick wounds from the top of his quad all the way down, to, all the way down to his calf. Not a single stitch, just which, open wounds. Which is amazing because later, when the therapist comes into play, he kind of suggests that maybe uh, uh, Jacob did the wounds himself. Which, yes. Like, it's a fucking animal. <laughs> fucking attack. <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, but he thinks that because, you know, Jacob was just attacked by this dog, by the neighbor. Andrea comes home and she's talking to Rusty about it. And they're like, let's go talk to the neighbor. Like, let's see what the fuck's going on. They get to the neighbor's house and the neighbor's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Like, we've been here. My dog's been here the whole time. And Rusty probably the only time he has any common sense in the film was like, well, show me the dog because right. my dad said that he stabbed it in the face with, with the glass. And she's like, well, he didn't, the dog's totally fine. And Rusty's just like, show me him, like bring him out here, bring the dog out. Not a single wound. Not a single wound. So that's why the guy thinks that at the end, because there's no proof that that dog did right. anything. Right. But like, it's, it's, this is all fucking crazy. But like, did the dog do something or no? No, I think, I mean, no. no, I I think it's like a doppelganger. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Um and the, by the way, the entire time Jacob is now becoming more disgruntled. And Andrea, the only person that gives a fuck about this guy, uh, he's just like, you fucking busy shit. And like just constantly screaming at her. Dude, she like is walking him in the house and he's like, Way to fucking help me. And you're like, What what? <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. Like And, and like, that's consistent with the other Amityville movies. Like the house yeah, yeah. you know, makes makes the husband or the the man of the house uh you know slowly lose their mind and turn into an asshole. Yeah. And that's not an exception here, except this time he's supposed to be a bed rest and he just wants to keep drawing pictures of houses and all of them are the Amityville house. He draws over and over and over again. <laughs> um yeah and then this is also that scene where they go to visit the dog is when Rusty uh he goes um they're like talking about the dog like attacking him and Rusty's like it's just like that skull crusher song that goes Evil rules. <laughs> it has the tools. The world's your oyster. <laughs> Grab the hoister. What? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I've never and heard words that mean less. Sack, and, and, and Russell just keeps, he is so hung up on the word evil for the rest of the movie. Just being like, well, it's just evil. <laughs> Yo, those lyrics are fucking nuts. And by the way, it, you would expect Andrea, an adult woman, to be like, what the fuck does that mean? And she's like, listen, I don't have time to listen to rock music right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? Fair. Fair, Andrea. <laughs> but we do we do get a bona fide mangle expert. Oh my god. You find out the queen, Rusty- I think. I think it's Ted Levine and whatever this actress's name is. Uh I'll pull it up. Uh, she's from Hogan she's from Hogan's Heroes. Oh, uh uh Nita Talbot. Nita Talbot and fucking and fucking Ted Levine are, is our king and queen. I have never seen anything quite like this. When Rusty goes over there to, which is like later in the movie, but it's fine. We see her in the first scene, by the way. Yes, yes, she was the woman. She's standing the outside the house, just uh, staring at it, shaking her head, being like, it's "Yeah, about they, time. <laughs> they call her Mrs. Uh, they 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 refer. Iris. What is it? Iris." Iris, but she has a last name because for the first half of the movie, they're calling her Wheeler, Mrs. Wheeler. Yeah. They're calling her Mrs. Wheeler for the first half. And then suddenly everyone's just like calling her Iris, including Rusty. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, he's like, Hey, Iris. And you're like, what? Dude, Rusty, Rusty skips, <laughs> Rusty skips school to play chess. And she's like, Oh, you're back for to finish the round. And he's like, yeah. And he loses one move. immediately. <laughs> Dude, wait, imagine leaving like that. Like, imagine leaving the game, like, with one move. Like, she would have just been like, can you just fucking make one move? Yeah, dude, why did you let him leave? Or just fucking end it. Just let me take my turn. (laughs) She goes first anyways. (laughs) Uh, That's fucking She knows. She knows everything about what's happening in this house without knowing, with knowing, like, the most. knowing nothing. Dude, all Rusty knows at this point is he saw a medieval room in his house and that his dad was attacked by the neighbor's dog, but the dog didn't have any wounds. That's it. And Iris, Iris nails the plot of all three Bro. Amityville movies. <laughs> Iris is like, can you tell me what you saw? And dude, Rusty's description is like, it was old. It was a castle. There was a table with a drawing on it. And she's like a fucking pentagram. And he's like, how the fuck would you know that? <laughs> and, and then she's like, hang on one second, pulls out a book, opens it to a page, with an exact drawing of the room and is like, is this the fucking room you're talking about? And Rusty's like, holy shit, it is. She's like, just as I thought. <laughs> Bonafide mangle expert. Right. Now, I'm with you. She's Unreal. the queen. She's and, then she's, and then she's like, then she tells us the whole story behind it, which now the Amityville actually has a larger backstory, which is, uh, but like, it's actually not because, like, she's like, okay, you're, you're, we're dealing with this room from France, the 1500s of French, France, uh, with a guy that fucking ate children, <laughs> a teacher that was eating children. Um, so that's what you saw. And then she, does, and then she's like, well, wait, where was your dad? <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, I don't know, like, Amardyville. <laughs> Dude, that was the best. He's like Amityburg. She's like Amityville. <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane, dude. Amity Village. I don't know. Uh, something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I love that character, dude. It's so fucking good. And she's just like, oh, fucking Amityville. And then she fucking. 
the, she pulls out a fucking picture of the Amityville house instantly. The house. The, the, the house. house. The house. <laughs> and then sees the clock on the mantle and is like, holy fuck. And then looks at the French thing and there's a clock there and she's like, holy fucking shit. It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> It's about time. <laughs> it's about the time. <laughs> uh, she she uh, puts it all together and she's like, she has rewritten Amityville history with um, the reveal that the clock is the evil thing. Yeah. The clock is yeah. carrying it from France to, to, to Amityville. I love that it got to Long Island. How fan would have, what a trip. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking trip uh can you imagine anything lasting from like that long ago the fucking 16th century or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be great i mean i'm sure there's there's some heirlooms around fucking. um right we start seeing b- before that well i don't know why we did that entire segment because that doesn't happen until like <laughs> much later uh back at home uh rusty well he plays the chess first he does play the chess first it does he oh okay yeah. um rusty goes home and uh he's torturing his fa- this is actually like the worst we see of rusty which is like he's just terrorizing his family talking about graphic dog attacks for some reason <laughs> and they're just like oh stop it rusty rusty leaves the room for like a split second and then comes back and time has fast forwarded mm-hmm. it's a little late um and he's missed dinner and they're like yeah you got up you left and you never came back and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, we do meet Andrea's boyfriend, um, who is Lenny. Or no, we I don't think we meet him yet. But we we see that no, Andrea has. We a see what happens to we see what happens to the neighbor's house first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So we 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 learn that she has a boyfriend. He's a psychiatrist. Um, and that's that. That's what we get from him so far. There's, like, a lot of common sense in this movie, which I think is something that I actually kind of, like, like. There's, like, some moments where you're like, yeah, that's what I would fucking do. Like, that's what I would fucking say for sure. Like, they do not latch on to the evil until literally they've all, like, experienced it. And seen Dude, it. it's it's the last option. Yeah. Like, like you're saying, common sense. Andrea is, like, she's a great character because she's very realistic in how she's handling all this. Just being like, of course it's not fucking evil. Like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Something you guys are just all losing your minds. Yeah. And they all keep repeating it. Even when they do experience it at points, like uh, Lenny and Andrea both experience it and are both still like, no, this isn't fucking evil. Like that's not an yeah. option. We're <laughs> overstressed. Not- we, we are, we are exhausted and tired and yeah. like, hallucinating that night. The daughter gets locked into the living room. <clears throat> Andrea's door opens on its own and she wakes up next to a, a blob blood blob, uh, <laughs> which gets on her hands, but that disappears. And this is when Andrea starts thinking it's rusty. Um, because he happened to be taking a walk when all of this happened. And she's just like, dude, again, like, Rusty has, like, been mostly fine with everything. Like, Rusty hasn't been fucking that bad. And she's like, you fucking, I've got my fucking eye on you, Rusty. And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. No wonder Rusty doesn't like you. Like, it's fucking nuts. Um, 
And I do have to say, uh, I'm sorry, I think I gave Rusty too much credit because I think I said that it was his idea to go to the neighbor's house, but it was actually the doctor's idea uh, to ask the neighbor if the dog had been vaccinated for rabies. Oh, yes, I did. I actually was going to point that out. That was actually something I wanted to point out because the the doctor mentions the rabies vaccine like 18 fucking times in that thing. (laughs) Like just to give us that scene. She's like, uh, the dog was the dog vaccinated for rape. Dude, dude, you, you, it's a dog attack. Like, how would you know that? And they're like, we don't know. And she's like, well, a rabies vaccine is very important. And before we give him a rabies vaccination, we should find out if the dog has a rabies vaccination. So, do you, can you find out if he has a rabies vaccination? And you're like, seems Holy like shit. That's you're like, not the right protocol. You're like, Jesus fucking Christ, that seems nuts, dude. You would just give him a rabies vaccine. You would just be like, <laughs> you need to take this because we don't know what that fucking dog had. <laughs> yeah. End of story. Hey, you better figure this out before we go poking needles where where they don't belong. Hey, that's <laughs> what the fuck are we yeah, doing? So they go there, but Rusty, Rusty is the one that's like, let us see the dog because yeah. it's supposed to be stabbed. So and the dog give him some credit. Uh, dude, and the dude, the doctor was so concerned about rabies. That guy's leg was torn apart. <laughs> She's like, God forbid he gets fucking rabies. <laughs> and they didn't sit it, dude. He's gonna die of gangrene and a fucking. They put day. a they put a cloth wrap over it. <laughs> it's just a fucking open wound. Like, what the fuck is that? Um, and speaking of the dog attack, uh. Peach's owner finds fucking Peach's head in the pool filter, which is fucking a wild fucking Nuts. moment. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then to add insult to injury, uh, she has a giant swastika written on her garage door. That was so bizarre. And Andrea comes so up with like, for Dude. <laughs> the dog's enough, right? <laughs> the dog is <laughs> it. The dog is all you need. The pol- You could have that same scene with the police, but being like, somebody put her fucking dog's head in the fucking pool filter. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, instead, on top of it, <laughs> fucking hate crime. Fucking what? Yeah. Hey, Tony Randall, a, a decapitated pet's <laughs> head is more than enough for the police and the town to be outraged. <laughs> and to think and it might be. They the would name. all have the, like, they would know that Rusty is probably a suspect. Right. Uh, anyone in that, that Why would Rusty be a Nazi? <laughs> Dude, like that's the funniest part because Jake. Well, Jacob's drawing like insane shit at this point. He's just drawing clocks and fucking shit. Um, and Andrea, and, and after that, after the swastika thing, because the police come up to her and are like, "Where the fuck is Rusty?" And Rusty's finally in school for once in his fucking life. Um, but but Which they don't. They don't go to. School. Why wouldn't they go there? <laughs> They're like, "We'll wait. Well, when he gets home, you give us a call and we'll come talk." Twelve p.m. on a Tuesday. Where, where's you, Where's your school age kid? <laughs> it's an active crime scene. Go to Go to the fucking school. Can you imagine? If <laughs> you had to wait till they came home. <laughs> so fucking crazy. Um, Which, by the way, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, they They never like Rusty's always Rusty's always fucking home. Dude, Rusty's like never in school. That's that's why it's fucking nuts. No, they never come back. (laughs) Because he's always sitting in his room and everyone's just like, well, you're the Nazi. And he's just like. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking funny. It's like his exact reaction to everything. Just like somebody barges in and is like, you're a fucking piece of shit. And he's like. It's evil. And then just like. (laughs) Fucking skull crusher music. 
fucking insane. Uh, and, you know, after this occurs, Andrea goes up to talk to fucking Jacob about, you know, what's going on. And Jacob's drawing insane shit. And, and Andrea's like, hey, uh, I think Rusty's a Nazi. And he's just like, are you fucking gone yet? <laughs> Hey, like, Andrea has no reason to still stay there. Like she is not involved, dude. And the th- her what therapist boyfriend points that out in the movie, and I'm like, oh, this guy sucks, and like he's wrong a lot. But like he's right in this moment when he's like, they're conning you to stay here. Like Jacob is doing this to making you stay here. Like like nagging her almost, right? Like just like treating her like absolute shit. And he's like, so you'll stay. And I was like, that's so like insightful for a movie that like is not is not insightful. Like I was like, that's so fucking weird. Cause that guy's a jerk like most times in the movie. Yeah. But occasionally he'll just like spit some facts and be like you need to leave this fucking house. Like, this is not healthy. Why are you even fucking here? You're not dating him. Like, what does it matter? And then at one point, she's like, these fucking kids need me. Andrea, again, like, these fucking kids are not children. They're adults. And they don't particularly care for you. <laughs> or what we're told, they don't care for you. Um, And then she, for whatever reason, brings Lenny over to the house. Um. His name's Leonard, and he's like, just call me Lenny, which uh, the names in this movie, Lenny, fucking Rusty. Uh, Andrea's boyfriend, uh, so he's a therapist, um, and he's in Jacob's home and appears to live here for a period of time because days are going by, and he is always in the house. Always there, yeah. (laughs) Fucking always. And in Jacob's house, he is like, Jacob's a lying piece of shit. <laughs> and Jacob will, Jacob will emerge from his room and somehow the gray like sweatshirt that he's wearing is just getting more and more covered in actual shit. I don't even, because he's just in his room, but it's just, it's just like grime Dude, it's building it's so up gross. a sweatshirt. It's disgusting. It's so gross. Um, after that, we get the great Dick Miller scene where the bushes catch on fire and he's just like, yes. oh, fuck it. Yeah, real fucking lucky. Look at this mess. <laughs> it's take me weeks to fix this. Um, and Andrea continues to blame Rusty, which is fair. Like, as we said before, because he's just, this is actually the moment where he's like, hey, man, it's an evil force. I told you that. And she's like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> It's like that's not a thing. And also keep in mind, he keeps disappearing, but the time is speeding up. So like he's unaccounted for. Yes. But he doesn't think he's gone for long. Right. You know, he thinks he's just leaving a room. So and now Lenny gets to experience his first Amityville clock moment when he goes to the kitchen. Time slows down. And suddenly Jacob appears in the kitchen. He pulls out a gun on Lenny and is like, Are you fucking Andrea in my house? And, you know, he's terrified and he's like, yeah, like he admits, yeah, I did. And then he's like, did you fuck my daughter? And Lenny's like, what the fuck? No, I would never. And there is nothing to believe that that is a thing. Like, that's not, there's nothing occurred that would make you think Lenny's doing that or had any intention. Lenny's a fucking nerd. Like, <laughs> Dude, like, honestly, he is a by the book psychiatrist kind of. Well, I, not, you know what? Fucking, I take that back because when they tie him up. 
and, and fucking inject him with something. He actually has like an amazing line. He has an amazing line in that moment that I was like, I would for sure say that no matter, regardless of my profession, like he's a hundred percent right to say that. No, dude, I was going to say, cause I know you're saying he's not by the books, but at some point enough's enough. <laughs> I, I am on Lenny's side completely for everything he does <laughs> for, for the most part. Um, but he's like, did you fuck my daughter? And like, like Lenny's like, no, no, no shoots the gun. Lenny uh, is awake. The time has passed and he does not know what's occurred. That's terrifying. Yeah. But again, you would definitely think you were just like hallucinating or. You would, but also why? Like, that's not like a normal thing. I know, but like, I don't know. But what else? You wouldn't be like, it's a fucking clock. (laughs) (laughs) But he he doesn't jump to that conclusion immediately. No, no no one does actually. Um, Nobody nobody but Rusty. Nobody but Rusty. (laughs) He's doing nothing nothing about it. As we we mentioned earlier, wouldn't be Amityville without some incest uh, or underage kid sex. And you know what? We get a real. I, I. I. This is before. There's some other scenes of incest later on that are that are better. But I counted this moment among them because uh, I was like, you know what? I'll take this as incest when when uh, Lisa uh, fucking fucks herself. <laughs> Lisa's mirror image doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, fucks Lisa, and I was like, oh, Dude, that's incest. That's, I think those who haven't seen this. That's that's what happens. She's looking in the mirror, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that mirror just appears, right? Yes. It's not like yes. it's it just, just like pops up because she even makes like an over exaggerated, like, who like, looks at it? Like, where did that come from? But it's, it's just her image. Yes. But then it starts moving on its own and she like double takes. And then the hand, her own hands come out of the, the mirror and start feeling her own boobs. And starts finger fucking her. She's, it is like dude, a she, very sexual she, scene. She brings her to climax. It's it's very wild. And it, <laughs> I, it, I think it's potentially supposed to be like her first experience because like Andrea has a boyfriend that we or not Andrea. Lisa has a boyfriend uh, at the beginning that we are introduced to. And he's he's like, I just want to fuck as <laughs> as 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 they do. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, no, like, that's not, we're not doing that. Like, that's not an option. Like, I, I don't do that shit. So, like, we're He's told- also parked directly outside of <laughs> her dad's house. Guy is a fucking- Get a grip, guy. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so this is, like, supposed to be also, like, something else. Um, next day, Rusty is begging Andrea to get the fuck out of the house. Um. And and at the breakfast table. And one of the things I love the most about fucking haunted house movies or devil movies, it, possession movies, is the devil just makes you so fucking cool that you, like, whenever you leave the room, you, like, throw an apple up in the air and catch it and, like, take a bite off. <laughs> devil loves that shit. And uh, that's what happens here with Lisa. Lisa comes down looking fly as fuck. And uh, she's like, I got, she doesn't even, she's not even doing anything bad. She's like. I got to go to school now. Like she's getting to school on fucking time, but she just takes an apple and throws it. And it's like, definitely make it cool, man. Um, and then that's it. They're just like, well, I guess we're staying in the house. Um, <laughs> then now Rusty go to Iris, right? They go to Iris, which we, that's the scene we talked about where she pulls out. No, the- no, no. Isn't, isn't this 
Iris's demise? Uh, no, no, not yet. Not well. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, yes, and no. So it's both. It's right. So first, you get him. You you get the book scene, the chess yes. book scene. That all goes down. So she has figured out that Amityville is somehow connected to the clock and to fifteenth century France. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, that that's the next scene. So she goes outside for whatever reason. Um. And no, she's 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 because Rusty leaves, and that and that's when she has like uh, the Kaiser Sose moment where she's like piecing everything. Oh together. yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. Oh shit! She's like, I gotta go warn Rusty. Yeah. But she also walks with a with a cane. Uh, she walks with Is it a cane? cane. Yeah, it's the slowest thing I've ever seen. And and then time slows down, and you're like, okay, so what's gonna happen? Her cane gets stuck in the street, which is like doing Ghostbuster two secret. No, no, Ghostbuster 2 wasn't Secret of the Ooze. Whatever. Ooze is coming out of the pavement. She gets stuck. And then a uh, a stork van? A milk Dude, van? What is what is that delivering? Is it milk? <laughs> babies? Is it Dude, I thought it was going to be babies. Baby delivering? Stork. <laughs> he looks like a milkman, but there's just storks all over everything. I think strictly just to murder Mrs. Wheeler, Ms. Iris here, because <laughs> there's no other reason a delivery van would have anything else on it. Um, but she's Heard stuck, she's stuck in the road. The, the stork van, uh, the brakes come up and it starts rolling towards her but then you can see that it's not just rolling it is controlled by something she is free to move but her cane is stuck but she refuses to let go of her cane she's just like (laughs) until the van is so close then she finally jumps behind like a stone uh like driveway pillar uh that protects her and she lays on the ground cackling for fucking full minute (laughs) cackling but while she's cackling we watch this this big fucking stork with the huge beak that's mounted on the top of the van just sway back and forth back and forth while she's cackling i mean anyone anyone with eyes would be like i should probably like roll at least roll out of the way in case this thing that's wobbling back and forth that you can see the thing is so big you'd see that from a mile away it's wobbling back and forth for, for literally it. like two minutes, yeah, she's staring at it and laughing. Like at one point, she's like, she starts doing like what crowds do when like there's like a drunk guy swaying like on the stairs. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like she's doing that on the ground, laughing, and you're like, what the fuck? Would you fucking roll out of the fucking way? Like, what are you it, doing? An inch. Like I know, I know it hurts to walk without your cane. Just scoot on your butt, like. An inch out of the way. You know this is life or death. That is a stork beat. Like you'd be like, that's gonna fucking impale me. Like you'd be like, and it does, and it's a it cool does. scene. It's a cool fucking scene. It falls off. It goes right through her stomach. And her scream is so funny. <laughs> so funny. yeah, probably it's definitely my favorite kill in this movie. Yeah, Rusty then uh, goes back to Iris's house, which is ransacked for some reason. Rusty lets himself the fuck in. I- as if the whole neighborhood wouldn't know that that woman just got fucking impaled by a giant fucking fiberglass stork. <laughs> He's like, well, Irish, are you home? 
Um, meanwhile, Beckett's out of the house. Jacob's just bleeding all over the fucking place. It's unreal. Most disgusting wound ever. Andrew tries to call the hospital and Jacob tries to kill her by strangling her with the fucking phone cord. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh fuck. Um, but she escapes by bashing him in the head. And that's when Lenny returns. They've tied him up and he injects him with some drug that may, that's going to make him sleep for several days. And uh, the, this is the line that I was talking about before, because Andrea's like, is it dangerous? And he goes, I hope so. <laughs> and I was like, that is a thousand percent what I would fucking say. Because he even waits way too long to be like, it's fucking fine. He's just going to fucking sleep for a while. <laughs> like, and like, but I, dude, if this guy's doing this, I would absolutely be like, yeah, I, I fucking sure hope it is. Like, why are you so concerned? Like, this guy literally tried to strangle you to death. Like, what are we doing here? Um, now that Lisa is possessed, she's also super fucking horny, horned up, horned up, making out with that boyfriend who is now like, your dad's in there. And she's like, it's fine. Follow the trail, count to 10 and follow the trail. And that's a trail of her clothes that she has left for him, leading him, luring him to a room with a giant toy train set. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that why why is that in this room why did we need it in the scene you could have just had her lay on a table yeah. uh fucking the ground i don't think there's anything that really needed the train but uh that's that's what we got and uh she tricks him to come towards her where he falls into what appears to be like the blob yeah it's it's a gelatinous blob in the bathtub that melts you yes that melts you well it's just on the floor he falls into it in the floor and then it comes out into the bathtub of Lenny. Lenny's taking a bath at the same time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes. And fucking the boyfriend, melty boyfriend comes out of the fucking faucet and, <laughs> and in the tub with him. It's fucking wild, man. <laughs> um, everyone's experiencing this and still no one is like, like, dude, Lenny is like, there is somebody in here. And Andrea like looks and you know the 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 guy's gone. But like everyone is just like No, that's not real. Like none of this is fucking real. Like this is yeah. all um and we know we're approaching we're approaching uh the prime evil because <laughs> the clock literally has a devil face painted on it and it's like slowly <laughs> coming to that time. It's fucking insane. Like, imagine bringing that home. it's a demon face it keeps cutting and it's like getting closer to demon time and you're like everyone's just like it's fine (laughs) it's almost demon time it's cool um andrea is now like finally realizing there might be something more to this she sees lisa who's just like acting insane and it's like i'm in love uh she goes into jacob's room which has been kind of like locked out everyone's been locked out of it to find uh his his big development plan is just a million amityville houses big small all different sizes just a million amityville houses but the biggest one has uh the graves of the with the entire family's name on it andrew's name the kids names and you're like oh shit while this is happening she's hearing like a knocking outside the window opens the shutters to find Lenny fucking hanging dead. 
Deader than a fucking doornail. Great scene. Yeah. I, I like this fucking Just wrapping whap, against the house. Yeah. Um, the house is dark now. That kind of just happens. I don't know. There's no, they're actually, it's like the only movie where they're not like, Whoa, when the lights go out, the lights just go out and everyone's just like, oh, of course they did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's terrified, but she finds, um, she's trying to find Jacob, like, or not try to find him, but she's like, she assumes Jacob's loose. Um, but she runs into the arms of Randy. They almost had a, like a romantic arc at the end that I was just like, Ooh, this is kind of weird. Like, I know it wasn't almost an arc. I'm that's kind of an exaggeration, but like they became like the couple at the end, like towards the end, like they were like r- rusty. Yeah, I mean, the, the final two. Yeah. Rusty and fucking Andrea. It was kind of weird. And Rusty's like, yeah. I'll take care of you, which is like way more than the fucking dad ever did. Um, and they're just like, we're getting all the spooky stuff. They're pulling doorknobs, blood shooting out of it. Randy's hearing Lisa scream. Dude, they show the police show up, but that, that does not, nothing happens with that. Dude, the police, they show the police knocking on the door and that's literally it. I don't even remember that. Like I saw the car. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I guess I do. That's so stupid. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Um, that's a fucking total waste of time. Anyway, uh, Rusty goes up, finds Lisa in his room, blood everywhere, just blood fucking everywhere. And she's just going, it's so horrible. It's so horrible. And Rusty's up there to save her, bring her out, because he's like, he told Andrea, like, we got to get the fuck out of this house. Um, So he goes up to save sister Lisa. And uh, why why are there so many Simpson names in this fucking movie, dude? (laughs) Like, they couldn't use Krusty, so it's Rusty and fucking Lenny and fucking fucking lisa the sister like what are we this is fucking nuts um but she's going it's so horrible it's so horrible and he goes what is and she's like that you're my brother and fucking tongue fucks his ear unreal unreal scene and then you're like oh there's that amityville magic again baby there it fucking is Rusty thankfully tries to escape uh, while Lisa uh, Lisa's just getting fucking naked, like just like pulling her clothes off. Like, I can't wait to fuck you. <laughs> and Rusty's like, this is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, Jacob's free uh, and his leg wound is absolutely out of control. Disgusting. It's fucking so gross. And he, he says, this is about power, power and sacrifice. And he starts beating the living shit out of Andrea. Um, and speaking of beating women, cut to Rusty who punches his sister in the fucking mouth. And you're like, ooh. And then she's like, oh, yeah, baby. And you're like, oh, this is so fucked. Like, I hate everything fucking about this. Um, and Rusty kills her. Uh, yeah, Rusty has to kill her. Rusty has to kill her in a way that cannot kill a human being, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, he takes the plug out of his guitar, which is plugged into an amplifier, sticks it in her fucking mouth, and then turns the volume all the way up. You'd catch, like, I don't even know if you could. It's a quarter-inch fucking, like, amp cable. Like, there might be a little charge in it, but not. It would, like, vibrate your tongue. It fries. Lisa is like fried. fucking fried. <laughs> Sparks yeah. coming out of her fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the best. Um, and Jacob is about to kill fucking Andrea. 
with the drafting ruler, which, by the way, is like the fucking heart and soul of this movie is that fucking drafting <laughs> yeah, ruler. The backbone, yeah. <laughs> it really is the backbone of this movie. Clock and drafting ruler, the stars of this movie. Uh, Rusty goes to intervene, but time stops or goes backwards. It like catches Rusty in like a time loop. So he can't help, but it buys Andrea enough time to stab him in the fucking leg wound with a a sexton, a compass, something, some pointy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a compass yeah. thing. Um, and then she ultimately takes the drafting ruler and stabs him. Yep. And his last words are <laughs> his last words are his like horniest words from earlier in the movie, where he says, "Stay the night. I'll be a gentleman. I'll be I a promise. gentleman." <laughs> Oh, what a way to go out. <laughs> dead, dead. Um, cue to Andrea turning around and being like, Rusty. And Rusty is a baby with a mullet. <laughs> the, 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 the time is reversing Rusty's time, <laughs> making him younger and younger. The best part about that scene is the Amityville house. It reasons with Andrea in this moment because Andrea's like, Looks at the clock, like makes eye contact with the clock and is like, hey, you let him get out. You understand and the fucking house opens the door and lets baby Rusty walk out. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Fine. That's fine. Fair is fair. Yeah. No, no that baby killing. It starts making uh, Andrea older. Yes. It turns Andrea into an old woman. And uh, she attacks the walls with the with the drafting ruler. This is the strongest fucking ruler on planet fucking Earth. She tears down the fucking walls uh, to reveal. Now, I kind of like this, that like the clock gears have intertwined with the house, yeah. which yeah. would make the Giant Amityville house gears. a thing. Yes. No, it, it makes sense somehow. I like Defying it. all odds, it makes sense. I fucking liked it. Like, I was like, that's fucking sick. Like, it, it takes over the house like vines. Yes. Um, And I, I just like it. And I don't, there's no reason for me to. But I was just like, I'm down. I get it. I'm cool with this. Yes. Um, Turns her into an old woman. I don't know if she turned on the gas or if we're supposed to understand why this happens or what she even uses to ignite a flame because it's not a lighter. It's like a fucking whistle. (laughs) I don't know. I thought it was some kind of piece of shit lighter, but it's just an exposed gas pipe because she was ripping down all the walls. Oh, okay. 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 So that, that happens. And then she like, I thought it was actually like a key or something, but she lifts it up and like somehow fucking ignites the fucking Blows up the entire fucking house again, and uh, we watch the c- clock spiral back to hell or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but Andrea wakes up. Cut to Andrea waking yeah. up, Hold, holding on, drafting rewound ruler back to the first night. Drafting ruler goes to answer the door, and it's Jacob coming in with the clock. We're all the way back at the beginning, and I kind of fucking love. That they repeated the entire beginning where they're like, what do you, where he's like, what are you doing with that? Which we mentioned earlier, the drafting ruler that she's holding. And she's like, protection. And you're like, what the fuck? This was it. It was now a time travel movie and it makes sense in the time travel world. Fucking rocks. And it fucking rocks. (laughs) Move over looper. We got a new fucking best time travel in town, baby. Um, he pulls out the clock 
Andrea. Wait, you consider Looper the best time travel movie? I don't know. It's just the one I thought of. <laughs> Looper. I, mean, I, I, I actually like great. Looper a lot. I'm trying I think to think, it's great. Wait, what's what is the best time travel movie? I mean, Back to the Future would probably be the go-to, right? Holy fucks his mom, dude. <laughs> that might be an Amityville movie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the Amityville fucking the Looper rules. I actually want to watch Looper now. Loop, I just Looper fucking rocks. Like, Looper fucking rocks. Looper, of all the time travel. <laughs> um, Looper fucking rocks. But no, what would be the best one? There's that one that, like, everyone... 12 Monkeys? 12 Monkeys is fucking... Dude, 12 Monkeys is really fucking good. Terminator? That... Is that time... Of course it's time travel. He comes back in time to stop... Oh, yeah. He's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's constantly... Yeah, I don't even know why I'm asking that. Dude, what? He's literally (laughs) bouncing through time every fucking movie. Um, Okay, wait. What do we got? You you got the time machine with... uh, Is that Val Kilmer in that? I'm not trying to hear about the time machine... HG fucking Wells. Um, Donnie Darko? Of course not. I hate Donnie Darko. Uh, Stargate, I don't think is a time travel movie. Um, Time Bandits. These aren't time travel movies. Like, is Planet of the Apes time travel? Sort of. I I mean, not in the sense that we're talking. I mean, they're, they're... They're stuck in space, and he wakes up, and it's years yeah. and years later. Like, what do we call these? I mean, you call them time travel movies. No, I mean, they're time travel movies. <laughs> but everyone's lumping these other weird ones into it. Everyone's fucking around. Primer. What's Primer? Primer's know. good. Primer's good. Terminator. About Time, which I think is actually a rom-com. Back to the Future 2. Idiocracy, Looper, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Get the fuck out of here. This is not a fucking time travel fucking movie. Star Trek, the remake. Okay. Elements, elements, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, 12 Monkeys, Edge of Tomorrow, which I did not see. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's a solid time travel movie. It's, yeah. a, it's not going to give you the science-based time travel that you want, but it's going to give you the, the gigs and the ha-has and the chuck. No, that's what it gives you the goods. It gives yeah. you uh, Genghis, Genghis Khan. Planet of the Apes, they throw in there. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Okay, well, I mean. Groundhog Day? No. I mean. And Back to the Futures. I would. Uh, whatever. Hey, the, under this it's is more of a time loop. <laughs> under time the, travel under this is an article that says why Back to the fu- Future Four won't happen, according to co-writer Bob Gale. Hey, guys, just fucking look at the fucking cast. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! There's <laughs> gonna be big surprise here, guys. You never guess <laughs> why we can't do another fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! The fucking internet, man. Um, <laughs> wait till you find out why we can't make another Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Andrea smashes the clock when Jacob pulls it out, um, destroying it and smashing it with the ruler, and everyone is just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And Jacob's like, what the hell is this all about? Andrea, tearfully, she's <laughs> leaving. She's packed all of her shit. She smashed the clock. She's leaving. He says, what the hell is this all about? She turns around and says, 
it's about time. That's what. <laughs> to which the family is like, uh, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> all of them just standing there being like, what a fucking loon. Yeah, what a fucking lunatic. Except Rusty, who's like kind of picking up on her vibe and then looks out and Iris like fucking like to- Disney winks at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like the Disney hero that you're like, she wasn't real. But then you see her and she like winks and you're like, oh, she fucking knows. It's like that. And then, but like, instead of giving it the classic, like head nod, like the silent acknowledgement, Randy goes, pure evil and fucking closes the door. <laughs> fucking classic Randy. <laughs> fucking dickhead. Uh, and that's that's the way this movie ends. I fucking liked it. I fucking I had did, a good time. I, I, would, I would recommend it. I would too, man. I, I I really like had a decent time with it. It's shocking. It's shocking. And how Andrea says it's about time. You never know. Was she saying it is? I'm talking about time. That's what. Or is she? That's, that is that is 100 what she's saying. But that, you know what I else? Put a stamp on it. But you know what else? It's kind of a cool element that they included, like all of this, like relationship shit in it, um, with her dealing with um, a guy that she should not be like this close with. When you know what I mean? Like they broke up. She's not happy, and like this ending is that that it's about time also deals with her fucking leaving him and being like, I'm fucking done. Like, and it's like, that's way too deep for this fucking movie. And I fucking yeah, no, love There's it. a lot of things that happened by accident that worked very much in their face. That's what I think. That's what I think too. I don't think any of much of it was intentional, <laughs> <laughs> which is like kind of the go-to for time travel movies. Anyway, you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, when you start fucking with time, you're like, yeah, anything's possible. <laughs> um, and that is that. That is Amityville 1992. What a fucking movie. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, we should put together a list of what we're going to do for the next couple months while we're in Philly. Um, but we do have, and we can announce it on the live show. Um, we do have, oh, I've got some, do I have winter ones listed here? The Dorm That Dripped Blood, The Lodge. Didn't we do that for the live show last year? Uh, no. Maybe? Yeah, we did the double feature. One for Europe. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe we did. Maybe we did. It was a good movie, though. Um. Uh, okay, sorry. I'm just looking at movie ideas now instead of ending the show. Uh, so... We're in Philly this weekend, a live show, um, or not a live show, live event. Come out, say hello. Um, we'll be there Friday and Saturday. We will not be there Sunday, but come out and say hi. Um, we'll be probably a little drunk. Uh, and that's Monster Mania Con. There's a ton of people there, man. It's fucking huge. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Weird. Um, and then, so next week there will be no episode. Then we have a live show on the 19th. Um, Amityville Thanksgiving, I think, is what we have. Yeah. Listen, I'm willing to audible that for another Amityville movie that's, like, not that. <laughs> not and, dreadful? But yeah, because, like, I know it's Thanksgiving and, like, that trailer is great. That is not going to be a movie we're going to be happy sitting through, though. Like... Because first of all, 
we've we determined it's not about Thanksgiving, right? Like it's about like it the mafia. Isn't way, it no. about the mafia? <laughs> like Yeah. There's like Italians in tracksuits being like, like I'm actually not sure it's about Amityville whatsoever. I don't <laughs> I don't think so, but we'll we'll take a look as we get closer. Maybe we'll just do another Amityville movie. Um so there'll be no live show for Monster Mania Con, and then I guess no live show after the weekend after the live show. Uh, but we'll drop an ADAP for y'all, for all y'all's asses. Yeah, I think we got a heater coming up. Yeah, so maybe we'll do that. Um, and then that'll leave us with one more show that month on the 29th. Um, TBD. TBD. And I'm excited. We got our winter shows. We got to p- start putting together our... Um, Serial killer, because we'll make that our winter thing moving forward. So we got to start doing that. I think it's Hellraiser, right? I think we've talked about this before, but Hellraiser is a great franchise to explore, man. That that's going to be so fucking weird, especially with our boy here, our boy, our boy that directed this movie doing number three, Tony fucking Randall, man. Uh, Do you remember Hellraiser two or no? Oh hell yeah, dude! Hellraiser two. I used to watch. Oh yeah, you you were telling me about that. I don't, I've always liked Hellraiser two. I'm curious if I'm an idiot or if it still stands. But hey, Tony Randall's body of work speaks for itself. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, all right, guys, that's it. Uh, again, you can get our new merch over at ihatehorror.com. Click the store link there. Uh, you can follow us. On Instagram at I Hate Horror, you can, uh, nope, yes, at I Hate Horror, Twitter at I Hate Horror Show, Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror, and Patreon.com slash I Hate Horror for all the new content. We did a bonus episode talking about Terrifier 2 and Barbarian, and you get, they get the ADAT episode. So, um, that'll be, that it's, it's, there's some value there, guys, in the live shows, of course. Uh, which last month we had some Patreon issues. They emailed me the other day um, and they were like, hey, we fixed it. So I don't believe them, but we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's like not working now. Remember, like, dude, our feed was all fucked up for a while. It was like not releasing yeah. episodes and then now the fucking live. Just, it's out of my, it, it may, I know it seems like it's fucking me. It's not fucking me. It's it, it all signs point to me. I am fucking rusty in this situation, but man, it's just pure fucking evil, brothers. Like it's just <laughs> fucking digital trolls. Pure fucking evil. Pure fucking <laughs> evil. Um, so check those things out, Joe. Where can they find you? Instagram Boognish nineteen eighty five. And that is a wrap, everyone. Thank you all so much, and we will see you at Monster Mania this weekend. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I wanna play. I'm gonna watch what I'm not supposed to watch.